Welcome to the Heavens Devils Podcast, a Forest Green Rovers podcast by two millennial Americans who don't really know what they're talking about. My name is Nathan. This is Sean. Heavens Devils Podcast. One season of support down, a lifetime to go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's what, go. What a year. What Damn. what an ending to the season. Not not what we oh. absolutely wanted, but if it had to end that way, man, what a way to go down. I got to close the window before I record cuz New York don't know how to be quiet. Well, so we're so we'll, we'll tell you right up front, this is not going to be our last pod of the season. This is not our wrap-up pod at all. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a couple things planned we'll talk about in a second. Boom shakalaka. Um, well, actually, let's talk about it right now. This <laughs> will be a quick short episode. And by quick and short, I mean it's probably going to end up going like an hour like they always do, even <laughs> though we don't want them to. But yep. anyway, we're going to try our best to make this a quick, short episode because we have plans for a few really big episodes coming up in the next few weeks to properly close out this amazing, amazing, amazing season. We have some big ideas, big ideas for these last few pods uh, over this next few weeks. Big ideas of which... Probably less than 10% uh, will, will actually happen, knowing us. Yeah, yeah. We always uh, overestimate our own abilities, especially to procure microphones. <laughs> and, you know, there's that old myth that yes. humans only use 10% of their brains. But uh, we're lucky if we're nearing 10% of 10%. So, <laughs> you know, our, our, right. our season of pod drudgery continues. But, man, wouldn't be anywhere else. Love doing it. There we go. Dream big, though, baby. Dream break big. Overpromise. <laughs> under deliver shimmy let's get expectations sky high for these last couple episodes and then uh deliver a very subpar podcast to let everyone down um well let's get into it shimmy yeah i'm riding around a cake off riding around with the cake off yeah we have a bake off so here i am eating some melon eating some melon but we're ready ready to pod here we go shimmy here we go let's do it. so first well let's talk about what we're going to talk about then we'll get the vegan beer. Then we'll talk about what we're going to talk about. So here we go. Uh, Shimmy, we will save most of our thoughts about the season, about the FGR family for these couple episodes coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we just wanted to drop a quick reaction pub on the final match from Newport. Uh, final match against Newport. Talk about the manager situation. Talk about the retained players list. And of course, speak to the man in blue and pink himself. That man, goalkeeper man, kit aid, <laughs> philanthropy man, Chris Latham. What a legend. So let's get into it, Shimmy. What a legend, Shimmy. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get to the beer, beer of the week. Even though we probably drank too much on Sunday, we, we probably needed a break, Shimmy. But anyway, let's get into it. What's our beer of the week, well, We're, we're going to have the hair of the dog of Molly that bit us, the Molly dog. Um, Let's go. So Shout yeah, to Molly the dog. Molly the dog. Yeah, we love you. Um, so today, in honor of our first season of supporters, even though the Forest Green Rovers uh, season is over, we have a couple more episodes, like you mentioned, Nathan. But we are drinking Sierra Nevada Summer Break. It's a session hazy IPA, uh, about five percent, and just super tasty. So uh, here's to a productive summer break for the club. And, um, you know, we're going to wrap things up officially. We're going to talk to some people. We want to have a proper send-off. But, man, just got to toast. In a few weeks. In a few weeks, yeah. We got to to- toast the lads. So here's to our, uh, FGR, our FGR boys and the entire club. Let's go. Cheers, Shimmy. Cheers. These these, these 
Sierra Nevadas to an unbelievable match, an unbelievable season, and an unbelievable community. That is the Four Screen Rovers family. Shimmy, cheers, brother. Cheers. Can I put it better myself? You know the vibe, yeah. Your boy been immortalized. Yellow and five glide like water slide. All right, let's get to the match, Shimmy. Match reaction first. Then we'll talk season reaction. Then we'll talk Jimmy Ball reaction. Then we'll talk retained list reaction. So many reactions, Shimmy. It's like a chemistry class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we'll go to the man in blue and pink himself, Chris Latham, goalkeeper man, stat man. Let's kick it off with a match, though, Shimmy. Forest Green Rovers 4, Newport County 3, and one of the all-time football matches you'll ever see after Nicky Maynard broke our hearts uh, as yeah. he struck in the 119th-minute goal that sends Newport to Wembley and puts our season to bed. As we lose on aggregate, 5-4, to four, we won the match, we lost the tie, but what a match, Shimmy, yeah. what a start. It's incredible. Ibu Adams, Aaron Collins just negated the Exiles 2-0, uh, first, first leg lead in the first eight minutes, Shimmy, and we were in Brooklyn at a bar with all of FGR, not all of FGR, we only had about half of FGR NYC, but we had a bunch of people, 15 people, <laughs> uh, oh my god, it was... We, we lost our minds after the first goal. Yeah. We lost our minds. The second goal, we were in disbelief. We thought it was like, <laughs> yeah. is that a replay of the first goal? It <laughs> yeah. doesn't make any sense. It was a glitch in the <laughs> Matrix. It was kind of wild. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it was crazy. We had, like, we had some newcomers there, too. And I can't imagine that being my first FGR experience, man. Just so wild, that, oh first, my God. that first eight minutes. Yeah, my friend Kelly. I'll tell, talk about her in a second and, and her thoughts on the, the whole match. Because it was her first, first time watching FGR. But anyway, yeah. Um, so crazy, crazy start. We just lost our minds. And then in the second half, Tricky Nicky of House Cadden. Friar the free kick scored the third goal in the 53rd minute. We're up 3-0 in the match. 3-2 in the tie. So crazy. Like, yeah. Just like <laughs> losing our minds. Like we're yeah. going to Wembley. We're going to Wembley. Oh, my God. Yeah, we bowed before, the, so sultan. We bowed before the sultan of the inswinger on that one for sure. Yes. <laughs> that's that's Nicky Cadden. Tricky Nicky. Uh, not so fast, though, Shimmy, because the good times ended mm. in the 70th, 70th minute when 70-year-old, <laughs> I mean 42-year-old Kevin Ellison uh, chipped in one of the most beautiful goals you'll ever see. A 42-year-old or, or a player of any age score. Just unbelievable goal. And, and that brought the tie even. Just crazy goal. Tie back to 3-3. Match was 3-1. Six minutes later, fellow veteran Josh Laberty scored the go-ahead goal for Newport, crushing our hopes of Wembley until the 87th minute when the real deal, Jamil, Jamaican, Jack Hammer, Jamma said, not so fast, boys. And he scored his sixth goal, the sixth goal of the match, sorry, sixth goal of the match in the 87th minute, bringing the tie even at 4-4 and sending the game to extra time. It looked like shimmy from there. We were headed to penalties mm. until the 119th minute oh. when Nicky Maynard Finish ripped Opened up our sternum. That, that's what's in front of your heart, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cracked open our sternum and just ripped our heart right out and then yeah. ate it. I don't know. what. He, uh, yeah. You whatever Nicky Maynard's in. Whatever his Nicky Maynard's fatality is in Mortal Kombat. That's what he Finish did. Finish him. Yes, exactly. And he flicked the ball over uh, Luke McGee, then buried it home. and Send the exiles to Wembley. Send us home. Break our hearts. Shimmy, what a match. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, so ironic. The exiles were the ones to exile us from the playoff. 
But man, what can you say? Look, just look at all of the events you you just went through. Uh, you know what it remind me of? Like that just really really rough stretch before the end of the Cooper era. Where it just seems like we couldn't buy a goal, we couldn't buy an attempt on goal. <laughs> I feel yeah, like yeah, wh- whatever yeah. offensive, pl- yeah, whatever offensive like genius and spirit we had, we bottled it. Somehow sent it to the future to arrive this past Sunday, and we released it all, man. We were just so hype at the beginning. We were, you know, on cloud nine, and we were like, man, look at this yeah. pouring rain. Look at the support. You know, uh, we know that yeah. a lot of the players' families were there, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we heard that, I think, what, is it Jaden Richardson's family was going crazy? Iron Maiden Jaden. Yeah, and oh, a, very, a, a very North astute North. nickname because apparently his, you know, his fam just brings that heavy metal cheering section. So there's a reason he was called Iron Maiden Jaden. But, man, just to see the people there surrounding the entire yeah. stadium, no away supporters. So it's like that surround sound of FGR support. Uh, it got us yeah. hype all the way across the pond in a, in a Brooklyn bar. Oh. We were losing it, and quite quite a, quite a difference in weather though. And, and nails were that people were wearing <laughs> yeah. coats, and it was, looked like it was freezing. Terrible weather, pouring rain. Here it was 91 degrees, <laughs> maybe 92 degrees. Crazy hot, right. crazy sunny. Tale of two two cities, I guess. Nailsworth in New York, baby. But it was out. Oh my god, the bar was so fun. Mm. Um, shout out to you, by the way, hooking hooking us up there. Yeah. Uh, but so shout out to 101 Wilson so as one well. Uh, 101 Wilson, great hosts for us. Let's go. Yeah. Bushwick, Brooklyn, let's go. Anyway, Shimmy, one of the best football games you'll ever watch, Shimmy. Unbelievable. My friend, who you mentioned before, and new Forest Green Rovers recruit, my friend Kelly. Shout out Kelly. Hey, she Kelly. came to the bar. Shout out Kelly, my friend Kelly. She came to the bar, never seen an FGR game before, said it was one of the most exciting games she's ever seen, and she is not wrong, Shimmy. <laughs> Um, and, and by the way, she is all in now too, which is great. <laughs> yeah. uh, she wants to get a kit. She, we, we have a group chat with me and another friend of mine, Cajun Tomato. Oh yeah, who, who's at the last Ray, one? Ray, yeah, this one. yeah, Ray the Cajun. And uh, yeah, yeah, my boy Ray, Cajun Tomato, and my girl Kelly, my friend. So anyway, we have a group that's, chat. That's together. Ray from Wow, wasn't it? Wasn't he from Wow? That's right, Ray from Wow, 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 Sal, Louisiana. That's right. <laughs> So anyway, we have a we have a group chat, and she renamed the group chat "Up the Vegan Rovers." Hey, like, oh, Kelly, that's an and impact. She fell in love with, yeah, <laughs> and she fell in love with Dokes too. She was like, "Oh my God, that's my favorite player ever." And then I told her all about Dokes and like what an amazing guy he was. Yeah, and like oh, you know everything he said on the pod. She's like, I, "I love that man." But then I said, "Kelly, you already got your your heart broken once today with with Newport. I don't want to break it again, but I'm not so sure." Dokes will be back with us next year, and I'll talk. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I hope he is. I, I hope same, he is. But I, I don't think. I don't think he will be. But anyway, back to the match. As I said on BBC Gloucestershire, uh, as we said in a tr- as a tweet in, in a tweet, uh, just a weird mix of emotions. You know, heartbroken personally, heartbroken for everyone in the FGR community who has loved the team, and who's loved the team far longer than us. Hmm. Uh, heartbroken for every player on that team that gave everything all season and gave everything Sunday night, you know, gutted for them. But, you know, at the same time, I was proud. I was proud to be a fan of such an amazing group of players, a group of players who are just as outstanding off the pitch as they are on the pitch. Yes. Shimmy, I I was proud, you know, to be a fan of a club that's doing so much good in the world. Talk about the green initiatives, vegan initiatives, changing the game, being innovative. Talk about Kit Aid, Chris Latham. I mean... Mm -hmm. Everywhere you look, community outreach just in general with the club, you know. 
yeah, doing great things off the pitch to make the world a better place. Um, you know, pr- I'm just proud of this to be a fan of this tiny little village, you know, club on top of a hill that's fighting for promotion to the League One. That's crazy. Uh, and, I, and I think more than anything, Shimmy, I was just proud to be a fan of the team with just the most warm, welcoming, kind, generous sports family. Uh, you know, that, that I've ever seen, the Forest Green family. And that's everyone. That's the fans, you know, that, that have welcomed us in from day one. Yes. There's a couple of idiot new, <laughs> you know, plastic fans from New York City. Yeah. But they lo- they welcomed us from day one. They embraced they embraced us. I don't know why, but they did. Um, yeah, they didn't the, have you know, to. The they, they surely could have told us to never contact again, <laughs> contact them again, yes, but they exactly. didn't. They, did. they, they probably would have been better for it. But anyway, <laughs> and the players, you know. Who, who took the time to talk to us, to hang out with us, to place our stupid games on the pod, uh, to open up about who they were off the pitch. You know, the staff, everyone from PA announcer Joel Wagstaff to media people, you know, like Billy Hunt, Ash Loveridge, and just everyone involved in the club who's just made us feel like we belong. Henry Stalens, Jade Crawford, Connor Shaw, Noah Darty, Dale Vince. Uh, I mean, uh, anyway, we'll talk way more about this. <laughs> we'll give special thanks to all these people coming up. I don't want to get into it too much now. Yeah. I'm going off. I, I, I got I to gotta bring it back. I got to bring it get, back. You're getting emotional. You're getting emotional, Nathan. Get emotional. <laughs> get emotional, Jimmy. It's not time to get emotional yet because we're going to do that in a couple weeks. Yes. So we'll save all that for a couple weeks. Anyway, don't want to get too deep here, but I'm just overwhelmed with appreciation uh, for what this season has been, what it has meant to us, how it has revealed just what a powerful force for good this forest green community is um you know we, we came for the green and vegan stuff but we, we fell in love we, we stayed and we fell in love because of all the people that we've met along the way um anyway yeah like i said we're going to talk more about that let's let's stop let's stop with all the emotional stuff we'll talk about that yeah but I, I will say weeks. one thing to add on to what you said nathan you know like you said we fell head over heels this is not just some sort of spring fling ting you got uh some <laughs> supporters for life we're there we're there That's go let's go um now let's talk about jimmy ball jimmy jam jimmy jam <laughs> viva el jimmy Jimmy, jaime let's go or you know as, as one ball, of our supporters ball. called him jaime pelota <laughs> that's right <laughs> as Which, you know that, that's what that's what the spanish language espn deportes uh call they they referred jaime him as jaime pelota <laughs> i love it um so let's talk about him in a sec then we'll talk about retained players and then we'll go to Statman chris latham so first jimmy ball Jimmy, what do you think? Is Jimmy Ball our man? I have to say yes. He's our man. Uh, we all were hoping, I think, praying desperately for a Jimmy Ball bounce. The ball bounce. That's what we wanted. You know, we wanted to pick up and form because just the players seemed bereft of ideas. They seemed like their spirits were really low. Mark Cooper's exit, um, although it brought relief to a lot of fans, um, he left under circumstances that weren't the most positive, right? Um, and, you know, whatever, whoever fills that vacuum has to bring who they are. And I don't think there was a better person to do that. Just such a positive guy, um, always enthusiastic. I think that was the point in the season where the players did need a pick-me-up. They need someone to, someone to connect them on a spiritual level. So we often talk about like geniuses being like Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp. We think of like, oh, you know, look at this false nine or the tactical stuff. But I'm going to be a bit of a, a word dork, man. The etymology of, you know, word dork. Of, dork, of the word dork is, is me, actually. It's weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I come from a long line of them. 
But uh, <laughs> no, it's like, uh, you know, the, sp- the etymology of the word genius just means the spirit and the air within something, you know, and that's mm. what he brought to our club when we needed it the most. Um, you know, we'll hear yeah. Cr- uh, Statman Chris Latham talk about what his record was a little Batman. bit later. Batman. But um, no, just the perfect guy at this time. And I think even in that small period, he he's proved that he earns a shot at an entire season and a, a shot at uh, helping out with recruitment as well. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, I wrote a little Jimmy Ball thread on Twitter. Uh, and I, I don't know how much of it is actually a, the real story behind Jimmy Ball. Hopefully we can get him on the pod and actually ask him. Um, or if he says no, we know at, le- know, at least know he'll say it very politely. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And maybe in Spanish. Maybe in Spanish. So no. Let me, let, me tell you a little, let me tell you a little bit about uh, what we know about this man and, and why, with our very limited knowledge, though, but why, why we think he's an exceptional man, exceptional coach. Exceptional candidate for the job. So first, going back to his playing days, Shimmy. This is a story we've heard from a few people now, mm-hmm, yeah. um, who, are, who aren't even related, by the way. Uh, but anyway, allegedly, early in his playing career, he would lie about his name so he wouldn't be given special treatment due to his family's legendary history. Uh, so that's crazy. Yeah. And for those who don't know, his dad was a, is a famous Everton and uh, Arsenal yeah. player <laughs> who won a World Cup. Yeah, Alan Ball who, uh, won a World Cup for England. Also managed quite a few teams, big teams like Portsmouth, Stoke City, Southampton, uh, even some team called Manchester City. Never heard of them. You heard of them, Shimmy? Mm-mm. Never heard of them. You gotta. Uh, they can't. You we know. Should pl- we should add that to the. Is this a real team or did Nathan <laughs> make it up? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, his dad is a, is a legend in England, apparently. And you think you know he's got so many connections in football that Jimmy Ball could just easily slide into some high-profile, you know, assistant job at some big team, start there. Work his way into manager, but no, Shimmy. Jimmy Ball, don't play that. Uh, he, he didn't use his clout, Shimmy. He didn't use his name to propel himself up the coaching pyramid. We see this all the time here in the U.S., in U.S. sports. If, you, if you're a son or a daughter of a legendary player or coach, you, you generally get like a pretty easy like starting point. Um, and if you're not any good, of course, you can eventually fail downwards or fail upwards as some guys do yeah. but that's the american uh, but way anyway, the point is <laughs> that's right fail upwards <laughs> yeah. uh but jimmy didn't have that jimmy, or jimmy didn't do that he started from the bottom and, and i respect that mm. man i respect that so much uh you know from the intel we gather he worked he coached in a, in a spanish football academy i think maybe that's why he speaks spanish mm. um he coached at christ church in winchester city again made up teams mm-hmm. um he coached in a second division irish club or for a second division Irish club called Shelbourne. He coached here in the United States too, Shimmy. Here in the U.S. He coached at some team called, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce it right, the Puget Sound Gunners. Sounds like, uh, it sounds like they're in Washington. Not even a pro team. Yeah, maybe in like Seattle Yeah, yeah, so they're, in, well, they don't even exist anymore. They were an amateur <laughs> team in an amateur wow. league. Didn't even, don't even exist anymore. And get this, Shimmy. They played their games in a high school stadium. Okay, okay, that's crazy. Like it he is. really started. Like he really worked his way up. It's Isakwa. I don't know how to pronounce it. Isakwa High School in Isakwa, Washington. They got like a hundred fans to a game. Anyway, he came back to England. Worked through the academies like Blackburn, Stoke City. Finally, the mighty Four Screen Rovers. Um, and he, he took the hard pass, Jimmy. He coached in these small. Irish and American leagues we never heard of. He coached at lower league academy systems like ours. He started from the bottom. He learned. He grew. He rejected entitlement. He appreciated the grind. And I think a lot of League One and League Two players can relate to that journey. I mean, you you think about a lot of our guys. 
You know, first one comes to mind, Dan Sweeney. Right. I mean, he comes to mind most of all. He was a construction worker <laughs> or a builder, I guess, as they say in the UK. Construction worker. <laughs> he worked all day on a build site, as they say in the UK. Then at night, he was a non-league footballer. And he grinded his way to where he is today. Like, dokes. Came from Oxford City. Not some fancy, you know, big club academy. Jamma, Sutton, Coldfield Town. Like, all these, like, made up. Ebu Adams. <laughs> Orpington and Dart. He went Orpington and then some place called Dart. Anyway. Yeah, Orpington can't be real. Orpington. <laughs> cannot be real. No. Cannot be real. So, my point is, like, so many of our guys, like, just like Jimmy started from the bottom and grinded their way up. They did not get, like, they weren't handed a silver spoon. They didn't start at, you know, Man United, whatever, Academy, and, and find their way coming, you know, come down. No, they started from the bottom and they came up. And that's, you know, I think Jimmy Ball can identify with that. And I think that's going to resonate with so with so many players. Um, and, and I think it also reveals the character of Jimmy, the character of Jimmy Ball, that, that nothing is given. Everything is earned, which is really easy to say. But it's hard to actually do. Uh, and when you come from a... I mean, it's, it's especially hard when you come from a background like Jimmy has, who, who must have so many connections that he could have leveraged into kind of a higher profile job uh, that maybe he didn't deserve. Um, so from my vantage point, Jimmy's done it, man. He's, he's earned everything he has in football. He's earned this job. He embodies these ideals. He leads by example, by his own example. Yeah, um, and I don't think humble. I don't think I don't think humbleness is the wrong. I don't think it's the right word for it. Humbleness is not the right word, but Jimmy Ball has it's that. It's not the right word because it's yeah, cause it's he, humility. It's humility. Yeah, he has. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. Humbleness is not a word. It's true. You know? <laughs> yeah, the humility is not the right word for Jimmy Ball uh, because um, what he brings is seems so powerful. He doesn't have to yell. He doesn't have to make his point at someone else's expense it seems like you know he doesn't have to put someone else down again we're you know we're from the outside we have no clue uh but you know we just get that vibe from him and that's something that i think you only appreciate like what you said when you've been on the grind when you've risen up through your own efforts and um yeah. and you realize the people the guys that you're with that you're trying to get to accomplish a certain goal they're people too, mm -hmm. you know, and they're trying to do their best. And when things go bad, it doesn't mean that something was wrong with these people and you s scratch them. But no, you appreciate from them for who they are and try to bring the best out of them. So that quiet confidence that he brought, I think it's just um, enamored a lot of people, ourselves included. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and now ta good segue into the fans, like talking about the fans, like since day one. Jimmy has shown a deep love and appreciation for the fans since day one on social media, in the press, coming off the pitch on Sunday after the heartbreak, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, he responded to FGR Argentina in Spanish <laughs> twice, <laughs> two love different that man. times. Love that man. Uh, yeah, Jaime Pelota. I don't, Jaime way, I don't think it's Pelota. Isn't that is a, it, isn't is it ball? Ballon? No, that's in French. That's in, that's like, in French. Like, that's in French. Ballon d'Or? Ballon d'Or is uh, French. No, it's French. It's French. I don't think so. Ballon de football, I think, is soccer ball. It is, but it, but but it but ballon. but but it is in uh, it is in French. But whenever I hear Mexican commentary, they always say like pelota. I think, right? They do. Okay. I don't know. Maybe not. We need we need to talk to our Spanish correspondents. We do. Antonio to get final. We do. Confirmation on this. Um. Um. Anyway, uh, FGR is nothing about the fans, Shimmy, hmm. and and and. FGR is the fans. It is the supporters, and Jimmy gets that. And I think after Cooper, you know, the fans are dying for a manager like that. Um, and then, and the last thing here on Jimmy Ball, on to the pitch, or on, yeah, on the pitch. I mean, he, he's since he's taken over, you, you see the belief, the passion, the effort, uh, 
in the players. It's, it's unwavering ever since he's taken over. His positivity just instills confidence and desire, and you need that if you're gonna if you're gonna get promoted. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, we're we're way too dumb, Shimmy, to understand tactics, mm -hmm. to understand X's and O's, crosses and knots, <laughs> Cross formations, and whatever, all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah. We're too dumb for that. But so we can't judge him on that. But uh, others who have, others do actually do know what they're talking about. Um, they they say he he's great in that. But anyway, the only thing our dumb brains can judge is is if he's a good person and a good leader. Mm -hmm. And and I think Jimmy is both. And, the record uh, speaks I, for I itself the at the end of manager. the season. Yeah. And I just want to end by saying this, that, that I have a million percent, which is not mathematically possible, but I got a million percent faith in Dale Vince and Richard Hughes and everyone else who's involved in these football decisions at the club. I mean, you look at their track record. Like, look at, look at how far they've taken this tiny little club. So, Jimmy, I, I trust them. I trust them. So if they don't go with Jimmy, if they say there's a better fit out there, I believe them. I trust them, and I will support the new coach. But... Jimmy, until then, I'm on the Jimmy train. Jimmy Traino. Is that how you say train in Spanish? Sure. Viva el Jimmy. <laughs> Let's go. Viva, Viva el Jimmy, baby. Viva el Jimmy Ballon Pelota. <laughs> Whatever. But no, yeah, you're absolutely oh, it's right. It's not train. It's not? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's uh, El Train. El Traino. There we go. El Train. There you go. El Train. So not bad. El Train. Well, yeah, Traino, I think, is. Anyway. <laughs> Traino is what they use to clean uh, clean drains in, in Spain. <laughs> clean drains in Spain. Let's El go. Treno. Let's go. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> Viva El Jimmy. Viva El Shimmy. Let's hey. go. Let's move on. <laughs> let's let's move on to the retained players list. We'll talk more about the big wrap-up, about all this on the big wrap-up pod in a few weeks. Yes. Um, I really want to talk about Stokes, actually, on the big wrap-up wrap uh, wrap pod. Because yeah. he's been such an amazing guy to us. He, he is the reason yes. that we've been able to talk to so many players on the team. And, you know, we, we appreciate him for so many reasons on the pitch yeah. and off the pitch. So let's save our love for Chris Stokes. Let's save that for the big wrap-up yeah, pod. Yeah, we'll, we'll save um, it for the big wrap-up pod. But I just want to say this as a little teaser. We may have said at the beginning in our brash ignorance that we were suffering as a club due to the missed Stokes. But after what we just <laughs> saw in the end of the season and his leadership, I'm going to miss Stokes. So that's the preview. Oh, that's the preview. Shimmy. But we'll get we'll get into shimmy. the we'll get into the homage and the big wrap up pod as you said. Shimmy, <laughs> you genius. Oh my god, that yeah. was brilliant. Brilliant, Shimmy, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I, I that was that was perfect, Shimmy. Okay. We should just end the pod there. But we're not. We're going to talk <laughs> about the retain list. Okay, and then we're going to get to Chris Latham. So anyway, uh, so obviously Loney's Isaac Hutchinson, Josh Davison, Iron, Maiden, Jaden Richardson, and Odin, the Norse god Bailey, are heading back to their clubs. Yes. Um, released our goalkeeper, Adam Smith. You, you have to wonder, did they release Adam Smith to make room for Chris Latham? Oh. Well, that's oh. Chris. Sean Migolski. Migolski. Uh, Scott the bug man, Waggy P, Wagstaff, and of course, our boy Chris Stokes. Yeah. I'm just, I'm heartbroken about Waggy. Um, yeah, I, be I believe he's leaving the club to take back Winterfell. Is that right? That's what I heard. <laughs> he's, got, he's got business elsewhere, mm -hmm. um, okay. north of the wall, maybe. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm heartbroken about Waggy though. I, lo I love that guy. Yeah, and, and seemed it, like a great personality. Is and worse. Oh yeah. And I'm whatever is worse than heartbroken about Stokes, man. I, I love that man. But again, we're gonna talk about that in, in the uh, in the wrap up pod. Um, but until then, wishing the best for all those guys. Absolutely. Uh, you got fans, 
fans for life in us, man. We cannot wait to follow your journey. Wishing and all of them the best in their in their careers, and you know that's what you said. Like yeah. once for what they gave and left out there on the pitch on Sunday and over the entire season, fans for life. Absolutely. Uh, and Stokes will go down, Shimmy. I'm making this up right now on the spot. But Stokes is going to go down as the drumroll first inductee of the Heaven's Devils Hall of Fame. Shimmy, a Hall Whoa. of Fame honor Whoa. that I just made up right now and that Whoa. probably nobody wants to be in. But there you go, Shimmy. Stokes, first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot, unani- first ballot unanimous. The two of us have first said okay. First ballot unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, all right, yeah, let's do it. Let's make this thing up right now and uh, say Stokes is in it. All right, but Stokes is in it. Love that man. Going to miss him. Yes, He's we will miss Stokes. He's our first real, like, FGR legend that left, you know, in our, you know, short tenure as as fans. He's our first, like, FGR. That's That guy's an FGR legend in my eyes. Anyway. And what a, what a, great, um, what a great career, right? A centurion, over 100 matches oh, yeah. played for the club. Made yeah. his way away from the club and found his way back. And yeah, mm-hmm. just love that man. Love that man. Um, now let's go on to the offered new contracts list because it's going to get a little spicy. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, I have not had time to listen to our boys Ollie and Lori yet from the Pod on Top of the Hill because they just released their pod today. I was, or was it yesterday? Today, and I was working, um, so I haven't had time to listen to it. I'm, I'm very curious to hear what they have to say, uh, especially about these these four: Aaron Collins. Yudoka got a leave Lewis Thomas Taylor Island. We'll share our opinions right now in just a sec. But yeah, I want to. I want to. Well, I don't have time. But I'm going to listen to theirs afterwards. We'll see how <laughs> dumb or how smart we sound yeah. based on my bet what we is say on dumb. To them. <laughs> my bet is on dumb too. <laughs> I will put my money on dumb. Um, but anyway, this is where things are going to get spicy, Shimmy. Um, so my hope is that all four sign. Obviously, tremendous players, tremendous people. Sadly. I don't think it's going to happen. Mm. Here are my predictions, Shimmy. Want to hear your thoughts. We're going to go one by one. First, Taylor Allen, I think he's going to stay. Uh, he's a very young talent. He's got you know, he got a little bit of playing time this year. Um, and we've proven to be outstanding at, at, as developers of young talent. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think he stays with us. I think he develops more. I don't know if there's any interest, you know, from a bigger club at this point. I doubt there is. So I, I think he's going to stay with us. I think he's going to develop more. And, and I think he's going to develop into a really, really nice player. So I'm... Really excited to see that. I think he's going to stay. Thoughts, Taylor Allen? Hmm. Is he going to stay or go? Yeah, I think he'll stay. And especially since Jimmy Ball um, has worked with the under-18s and has a sense of the youth setup at at the club. So, again, no one better positioned than Jimmy Ball to look to the future and look to maybe in-house development and as well as recruiting. So, yeah, I think it's, it's it's worthwhile and Jimmy Ball might invest in Youngtown. Like that. All right, Aaron Azza Razmataza, Collins, Aaron. Shimmy. I think he's Aaron Hubbard. I think he's gone. I think he's, you think going, he's going clear. Zinu. He's going clear from the club. It's a Scientology right. reference. What's the god of uh, Scientology? Zenu. Zenu. Yeah. I think he's going to Zenu, Shimmy. He's had ups <laughs> and downs this season, Shimmy, but yeah. the quality is there. Oh yeah, absolutely. the quality is there. The work and I rate think is bigger there. Teams. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, absolutely the work rate is there. I think a bigger team is going to make him an offer. And I think he'll be in League One next year. If not, championship. May, I don't know if he'll be. In, I don't know. But again, not smart enough to know that stuff. But I do think that he's he's better. Like he's above League Two. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get an offer. And uh, you know, I, I don't blame him at all for for taking that. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. If any League One scouts are listening, Aaron Collins is trash. <laughs> you don't want him. He's awful. I repeat, you do not want Aaron Collins. 
let him stay with us for another yeah. year. Uh, but no, seriously, I'll, I'll be very happy for him if he gets a move to a bigger club. Same. I mean, that's you know, that's that's part every every player like that's your part of your career path, and it, just like we would in life, you know, we all want want better opportunities for ourselves, and they present us present themselves to us. We we should take them, right. and so I don't blame him at all for that. Um, well deserved if it happens. Uh, devastating for us, but. Um, yeah, I think I think he's gone, Shimmy. Yeah, uh, you may be right, but my one hope is that Aaron Collins, Azza, waits until after the playoff final to see whether his younger brother is staying in League Two or League One before he decides. Mm. Because if he's, if Newport County stays in uh, in um, League Two and it's Morecambe that's going up, Azza has to stay to get one over on his little bro. You know, he like he burned us. Like he burned that. us in yes. the first leg. He burned us in the first leg. But as it came back to even the score in the second leg, so you got to do him one better okay. next season. So that's my that's my hope Sibling. and my outside take. Yeah, let's go. Sibling rivalry trumps uh, any career aspiration. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now let's go to our guy, our guy Lewis Thomas. Man, mm. love Lewis Thomas. He seems like a very loyal guy. He's the longest running FGR player on the roster. Been here longer than anybody. Uh, I love that man. For so many reasons, he's one of the great man. Yeah, one of our early early uh, interviews and just blew us away. But um, I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm worried, Shimmy. I think hmm. he's gone, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I love Lewis Thomas. Same, I same. Love him. The Welsh wonder. Come on, the Welsh wonder. But I think I think Shimmy he goes to he takes his fashion to another club, another League Two club for a starting role. Because he's an excellent player. In my view, this season, it was a toss-up between Lewis Thomas and Luke McGee. Um, mm. and, and in my biased opinion, I thought Thomas felt you know better fit our style, but I also love Lewis Thomas, the, the person, so that might be biased. Sure. But uh, <laughs> in any case, I, I just felt so lucky to have both McGee and Thomas this year. Um, and, and if McGee is our... Because they're, they're both quality, in my opinion. And so if McGee is our starter... Thomas may go look, you know, for playing time somewhere else, uh, and, and that'd be so sad, but I, I would not blame him one bit. Flip side of that, though, is maybe he thinks he can win the starting job with us next season, and if he does, maybe he stays, Shimmy. I don't know. Maybe he stays. Can he, can um, he best that uh, the man with the steady hand, Chris Latham? <laughs> That's true. The, replace yeah, to replace no, Adam Smith. Good point. Good point. The goalkeeper competition has now heated up. He's heating Chris, up! As, now that Chris Latham has entered the ring, too. It's or, not just Luke hot to dub. Hot to dub, as they say in the UK, right? Hot to dub. <laughs> what? They, say, uh, they don't say heated up say? in the UK. They say hot to dub. Really? I think so. I, I mean, don't, really? quote, don't quote me on that, I but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they say too hot late. to dub. Too late. Okay. Quoted. 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 Going on the tweet. <laughs> Promo tweet. <laughs> what? Uh, this, this pot, the pot is um, hotting up. Uh, no, but you know, I, I agree with you. Really? I feel I, feel, I got to ask about that. Yeah, I feel it was down to Mark Cooper a little bit. It, I'm not quite sure if it was Maybe. it was a head game thing or a tactical thing, but he was kind of um, alternately starting McGee and Lewis Thomas, and I felt a bit bad for Lewis Thomas because, like you said, we are biased having spoken to him. 
but he just his view of the game and how he views the goalkeeper position it spoke of just like a maturity and a deep understanding of what his role is and starting the play starting the offense reading the game mm-hmm. and acting quickly you know acting getting out ahead of a play um i just felt he was very unlucky because he got a lot of his starts when we were just giving up these insane screamers these insane like yeah. wonder goals uh wonder goals as they say in uh Germany, I don't think they say that, but Wundergolds. But um, yeah, no, it just felt bad for him because he, you know, he let a few in, and I think that shook Cooper's confidence in him. So then again, it was going back to the McGee in, and we know that under Jimmy Ball, he's favored the consistency and kept McGee in the starting position. So like you said, um, Lewis Thomas may want to seek other positions, get that first Ooh. first team action, and he deserves it. Uh, so we would be happy for him. But like you said, maybe you know, I think he's still has a future with us too so maybe he can he can stake yeah. his claim i hope so because he's a great t- he's a he's a great keeper and he deserves playing time anyway mm-hmm. lastly our other guy yudoka godwin malif dokes one of dokes. the best most mature 21 year olds you ever meet when he was on the pod yeah. he said his hero was his mom Oh. He said if he weren't a football player, he'd be a social worker. No, huh. He wants to help people. He's such a good guy, such a good heart. The night that we lost in heartbreaking fashion on Sunday, he was me- he was tweeting about Sasha Johnson, the civil rights activist who was tragically shot on Sunday. Right. I mean, he's just big-hearted, kind, great human being. One of the best 21-year-olds, like most mature, kind thoughtful 21 year olds you ever meet yeah and i'll say this Love too dokes, i'll see this man. too like we were oh man we were just crestfallen at the end of the match when the that extra time whistle was blown but yeah. i i glanced uh doke's reaction and again it's mm-hmm. like you you may think oh it's a young guy but those were the tears of somebody who had given their all and we saw that you know i think up until very late yeah. in the season he had played every minute of every game i know then he was rested for a bit but i've never questioned his attitude his work rate and, um, you know, yet young guy who obviously is going to make mistakes coming up, um, but he seems like someone that's going to learn from them and just has such a high ceiling on his future. 100%. And here's the bad news, Shimmy. Mm. I think Dokes is gone. Mm. I think there's got to be a League mm. One or a championship side interested. Yeah. And as a 21-year-old with so much potential, you, you can't blame him for taking the opportunity. Right. If it comes, uh, we will be devastated to lose him. Um, and if he rejected... A League One or League Two or League One or a championship team for another year at FGR. He would go down as a legend. Oh yeah. But you know who could blame him? I mean, he's already a legend in my book. Yeah. If he leaves, he'll be second bout, second Hall of Famer, second inductee into the Heaven's Devils Hall of Fame. Um, who could blame him if if he got offered a, a a big contract at a big club at a higher league? Um, so very sadly, Shimmy. I think I think we've seen the last. Of Dokes. For now. For now. For maybe now. maybe we'll see him again. When we're in the championship, we can re-sign hey, him. Yeah. Hey. Nice. Hey, and I also will let uh, Kelly down very easily. As we know, Dokes was the, the heartthrob yes. at 101 Wilson Bar. So. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, Shimmy, let's get the stat man. Let's get the goalkeeper man. Let's hear what Chris Latham has to say. Chris Latham, who heroically... Wore the full keeper kit, as he said he would, to the match, who heroically raised over 300 pounds for an amazing cause. Let's get to that man, that bad man, that stat man, that goalkeeper kit man. Let's Chris. Yeah, let, yeah let's get to him because we know that he'll post stats and he's going to be saving the ball stat at the post. Let's go. Take it away. Shimmy. Take it away, Chris. Shimmy. <laughs> Bring in the heat. 
<laughs> You'll love to see it. Goalkeeper kit, man. Goalkeeper kit, man. Let's go, Statman, in the Lewis Thomas kit. Oh my goodness. I thought I had to show the upgrade from the blue to the pink. <laughs> Alright, we'll, 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 we'll get to talk about this in just a minute. Baby, we welcome <laughs> to the pod your boy, not Statman anymore, Goalkeeper Man. I think is a new, we gotta come up with a new nickname now for him. But anyway, yeah. Chris <laughs> Latham. Chris Latham, a legend. You are a legend now, Chris. Your goalkeeper yeah. kit will go undeniable. down. Undeniable. Yes, undeniable legend. Your goalkeeper kit will go down in FGR lore forever. Chris, how are we feeling? <laughs> um, feeling good. Feeling good. Latest member of the goalkeeper union, right? So uh, I've got that on my side. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> feeling good. Well, I think I've just about got my voice back from Sunday, which is is a positive, I guess. Um, <laughs> I've just about warmed up because yeah. it turns out wearing a kit <laughs> on a cold, wet right. Sunday afternoon is actually quite cold when you're not running around. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to ask you all about that here in a sec. But I noticed on the retained list, they did not keep or they did not offer a new contract to Adam Smith. And I just wonder, was that to make space for you? <laughs> one, one Larissa Katham. I don't, yeah, well, this is the in. thing, right? Those two names I checked for on that list, first of all. Laris Katham, sadly not on there. <laughs> and also Molly the dog. Where's Molly the dog? <laughs> Where's Molly the dog? <laughs> dog? Wait, was your dog the uh, dog that was in the commercial? Uh, no, but I just commercial? loved... No, I, I oh. have no idea whose dog it was, but that is my favorite sign-in ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Molly the dog. <laughs> Lo local gloss celebrity Molly the dog. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, all right, uh, Chris, let, let's set the scene first, and then we want to hear from you. So let's set the scene in case anyone has no idea what we're talking about. Uh, well, first, oh, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll get into what you're wearing in just a minute. But anyway, um, last week, Chris was on the pod. He mentioned that he had no way of getting a ticket. Uh, so uh, he devised a several very clever, interesting ways to get a ticket. Uh, one of those ways was to wear a goalkeeper kit, a full goalkeeper kit that he got in the mystery box to the ground and pretend <laughs> to be the third goalkeeper or may maybe pretend to be Lewis Thomas. Uh, maybe that, that part's not clear. Maybe maybe you can clear it up, Chris, because um, I think you could have gone either way. Uh, but anyway, so here's the timeline. Monday, we introduced the stupid joke uh, plan to get Chris into the new lawn by wearing a full goalkeeper kit that he got from his mystery box uh, <laughs> on the pod. Thursday, Chris tweets a joke Photoshop picture of the new shorts in the shop. Uh, with a new size below XS called Dom Bernard with the caption. <laughs> Everyone's talking about digital kits and electric zebras. But the real story today is the club shop selling shorts in size Dom Bernard, <laughs> smaller than XS. Exploding mind emoji. Brilliant. A few hours later, club quote tweets it. Eyes emoji. Talking of kit. We hear you're coming to the game Sunday. The safety team is under instruction to only allow Chris Latham in if he's wearing a full goalkeeper kit. Uh, <laughs> incredible. And at that point, there was no turning back. Chris had to wear the kit. He was pressured by the club, pressured by several other people messaging him on social media. Fast forward to Sunday, match day. Not only does Chris live up to his word and rock the joke kit, but he turns the whole joke into an opportunity to, to do good in the world. And he creates a yeah, just brilliant. giving fundraising initiative uh, for Kit Aid, which is a charity that buys or recycles 
football kits and distributes them to people in some of the world's poorest countries. And he raised over 300 pounds last time I checked, which is incredible. So anyway, now that you're caught up, Chris, tell us about it. Tell us about the whole journey. Whatever you want to say, we, we need it. We need it. We're along for the ride. The, the, yeah. yeah, I think I think you captured it. There was a point of no return, wasn't there, where it just had to happen. I, I like it was a lose lose situation. One, though, I call their bluff. What if I don't get let in? You know, I, <laughs> all these things are going around my head. But um, also, I think um, I think it was someone put on as well that I'm. It, I can't be a bottler, as we call it over here. I can't bottle it. So. Uh, like I felt like oh, I'm kind of in this situation where I maybe need to do it but then I was thinking about it and I was thinking oh, I really don't want to do it and I realised kind of how privileged I was to be in that position I guess so one I'd managed to get hold of tickets I got through and got tickets a lot of people didn't have a ticket to the, the game and that's that's quite a lucky situation to be in I guess but also the, the like luck to be in a kit and to have that <laughs> sort of scenario where I can sort of say <clears throat> excuse me sorry voice has gone from the game so um, yeah to be in that situation where I was annoyed to be wearing a kit when there are a lot of people in the world who yeah. enjoy football don't have a kit mm, um, yeah. right. so I thought hey and like I just checked it out on Twitter sort of on the day of the game right and I didn't expect anything I think I put my like hope was to raise £18 which is the cost of a ticket so I thought <laughs> hey maybe, maybe we'll just meet, meet that amount yeah. so I think the real story though is just that a lot of people and I think it represents for a screen donated a lot of money and took like the you know like they they took some out of their day and um you know their money to sort of support a good cause and I think that's what the real story is is that there's a lot you know it's just yeah. a great fan base isn't it and a lot of people who back it because if I if I turn up wearing a kit it's just a bit weird isn't it if I if I put a link out that says I'm doing it for charity it means it means absolutely nothing unless anyone goes on there and donates and sort of blown yeah. away, I guess, by actually how many people donated. And some people, you know, like whether it's one pound or 20, whatever it is, it's like, it's a really good gesture. And the, totally. one of the guys from the charity got an alert from Just Giving sort of, um, and messaged me before the game saying like, oh, I love the story. I got an alert, I read it, <laughs> love the story behind it. Huh. But then he said the time after the game, he obviously checked the score because straight after the game, he's emailed me saying, uh, really sorry about the result. Best of luck for next season. Um, football can be cruel sometimes. Something along those lines, and I think that was a that was a nice touch as well. But but yeah, the oh, story yeah. is definitely just how many people have have donated. But also like just amazing the amount of like moral support as well. So like I, there was one point where I was walking up and someone leant out of a car and shouted like, "Way to go, Chris!" and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that's and, great. Like, <laughs> oh, really? And, <laughs> nice. like, <laughs> I just think it, it just shows like what we probably already knew is that Forest Green has got a very good fan base, very conscientious fan base, and um, and you know like patient people as well. Because when I got to the ground, I was literally telling everyone I'm doing it for charity because I felt silly and that people were looking sure. at me strange sometimes. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is charity, and they'd stand in yeah. to explain. So good on them as yeah. well. What you're telling I mean, me what you really everyone... meant is that you're a, you're a League One level goalkeeper. You're just doing it for charity, playing in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what you meant, right? Yeah. Um, and are, yeah, and are no, you no. telling us that not every single person <laughs> at the New Lawn, they're not, they're not all Heaven's Devils listeners? They didn't know the story, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was like a, a, partly a sign of who I stood next to as well, because I was stood next to um, like some of the players' family in oh, wow. the North Stands. Oh. So they, yeah, like. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but That's yeah, awesome. And also, and see you at any of the team dinners. Awesome <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I felt like I was really in the players' enclosure. I thought I'd, my plan had worked. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's a crazy day, I guess. But just thanks to everyone who donated, really. Yeah, oh, I mean, awesome. you're spot on, Chris. Yeah, like, I, what I love about this club and what Nathan and I have experienced every step of the way, every silly joke and gesture is how great the sense of humor is, not just among mm-hmm. you know, the club officials, but fans, people like you, Chris. Supporters, yeah, just that willingness to have fun, but it doesn't end there, like you said. It's not just like, hey, we're having fun and it's a lark, but we find a way to turn it into something good. Hey, you know, yeah. we're not changing, yeah. you know, we're not changing the world, we're not taking the- doing this huge thing, but we're doing what we can. And like you said, the conscientiousness and just the good natured spirit of it was it's just awesome, man. Kudos. Oh yeah, totally agree. This is gonna live in FGR lore, I think, for a while. Um, so uh, one more thing about the kit, and then, and then we'll move on and ask you a couple other questions. But tell us what you're wearing and how you got it right now, Chris, because the people at home, they can't see. <laughs> people at home, they can't see. So I got an upgrade. Like, there was a lot of um, people hoping I was going to turn up in the pink kit, right? But I'd got the blue <laughs> kit. Um, and in my quest to find goalie gloves to complete the look, Lewis Thomas <laughs> sort of... Um, Tweeted that it was worth a my efforts were worth a shirt. I guess was I, <laughs> I thought it was a passing gesture, but um, absolute props to the guy when they were doing their like lap of honor after the after the game. You know, an emotional time already. Um, he's spotted me in the crowd and he's pointed to me and asked me to come over. And he's sort of said good work in terms of like the effort of dressing <laughs> up, I guess, and uh, yeah. kindly give me his his shirt so I've got the upgrade. Oh, that's awesome. I'm pink now. It looks good on you. And I got to say, yeah, man, Lewis perfect. Thomas, too. Man, what a what a guy. I love that guy. And, man, I, I hope he I hope he re-signs. Shaman and I talked about that a little bit before this. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I really hope he, he re-signs with us. I don't know if he will, but I hope he does. But, what a, yeah, what a guy. What a class gesture. So, we can officially say now that FGR is a club where they will give you the shirt off their back. That's what good people they are. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so, Chris, apart from being the best-dressed man at the New Lawn on Sunday night, just what was it like being there? What was it like being back in the stands, being back in this, like, the, one of the biggest games, uh, or actually the biggest game of the year, I guess? What was it like? And it's, it's just incredible, really. I, I was in the North Stand. I've never been in the North Stand before. I think I've been everywhere else in the, in the stand, so that was quite nice and a bit different, but it just it felt good and, and i think it's like we've been away for a number of months i've not been for over 12 months some people got to the trial game earlier in the season i didn't get to that but it's just nice that you know you bump into people you recognize and everyone's still you know saying hello everyone's happy it was just a really positive place everyone was having a great time and sort of any like you know it just came to life, didn't it? The game as well. So I don't think there was any kind of yeah. time to breathe, really, because um, <laughs> yeah, it was electric and and just the whole the whole place. I I guess I yeah, you know, I like it was it was it was an intense game, but it was an intense atmosphere. Jimmy Ball asked for it, didn't he? He said, "Make it a make it a, a, an intimidating place, make it loud." And I think like there's always that question mark. There's only a thousand people in a, a stadium that's pretty big. Is it going to work? But I, I don't think I've ever been at a game where everyone has made such a contribution to the atmosphere. Everyone, sort of, and that's partly because the football on show and they, they sort of made people come alive. But 
think everyone was just sort of excited to be back. It was it was really good, pretty good day. And oh, um, just on that point, right? I said I spoke to a couple of the people I stood next to. So Jaden Richardson's family stood just next to us. There was quite a few of them, and they brought the heat. Unbelievable! They had I, such yeah. a good time. So yeah. noisy, so enthusiastic. It was just incredible. They. And when you've got people like that, it's infectious, I, right? It just yeah. spreads and yeah. oh, yeah. such a good time. I spoke to them after the game and I was like, yeah, you guys brought so much fun to that. And, you know, that's they just, great. It, that's what it's about, isn't it? It's just having it, fun. And, and oh, yeah. We, we, we knew there's a reason that Nathan uh, gave Jaden Richardson the nickname Iron Maiden Jaden. His family is bringing that heavy metal cheering <laughs> that's, section. That's right. There we go. Let's the go. home ground. Um, were, were they did they were they like like right behind the were very close to the goal on the north stand like at the bottom uh they were like at the back of the stand but like oh, okay. yeah just behind it just to one side of the goal slightly i guess but oh, nice. nice i think I, awesome. there might have been more more of his family that i didn't see but they were just That's so awesome. noisy from start yeah. to finish like really enthusiastic and like I, that that sort of thing is just superb like if we could have them back every week you know brilliant yeah yeah oh my god that's that's uh man you're making us jealous that we weren't there but we will be there hopefully soon i'm hoping for august yeah. i don't know if shams and chris yeah. has changed yeah, no, I'm, I'm as pessimistic as ever <laughs> I, I know there's new <laughs> travel restrictions and stuff but i i hope you're right i'm still hoping that you're right but it's a nice <laughs> little bookend because i just remember you know you were just one of the very first guests we had on and we were still newbies we knew nothing we now know a little bit more than nothing, but we knew absolutely nothing then. But I remember you telling us way back in November that the thing you loved about the new lawn is you see people that you recognize, the camaraderie, the pointing to which are that recognition and the and what you call like bon homie, just like the the great spirit that's there. And just hearing you now, that took me right back to that first interview. It's like, man, even though you've been away from a year, it's like you guys picked up all the supporters picked up where they left off. You know, and yeah. that's just awesome to hear. Yeah, I think that's a really good and, way to describe it, really. Yeah, and it was rocking on TV too. It, it was oh, awesome. Yeah. It was, was it? awesome. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's why I asked him about about Jaden's family because they kept zooming in on someone right right in the north stand. Their group of people, and they were just going nuts, and it was awesome. And I, I don't know if that was them, but it was it, it was, was awesome. Like the angle, so it's, it's not many rows back. So it may, yeah, it may well have yeah. been like, and they would have appeared because not many people stood at the front because of the driving rain. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like, they were incredible, and I just absolutely love that. You know, like, have a good time. Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, we're, we're, we're going to do that. We're going to live up to that motto uh, whenever we whenever we get to the new line. The bar has been set uh, high. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, we, we got to outdo Jaden Richardson's family. Um, but, um, also, a shout-out yeah. as well, like, talking about noise and that. The, the South Stand, who are typically, like, known as the, as the people who make the noise, loud and clear. You could hear them the other end of the pitch. Brilliant effort. Oh, that's and awesome! Yeah, the West Stand. Every every corner of the ground was bouncing. It was good. Oh, that's wow. great. It's also the kind of the cool yeah. thing of having fans in every, including the West Stand, like where we typically don't have fans. It's kind of nice. The yeah. the, the wall. It, you're surrounded by, by four screen sound and fans. Um, yeah, well, what was it? What was what was? <laughs> that's right. Surround sound. What was the response to um our man Jimmy Ball? How how what was the what was the crowd reaction to Jimmy Ball? Everyone I speak to, positive. Jimmy, you know, this is playoff season, but it's also Jimmy season, right? And 
think there's a lot of appreciation for his then, a lot of love, um, a lot of noise made for him, especially when he in the lap of honor, people shouting thanks, Jimmy, and stuff. And I think, um, yeah, a real appreciation for what an amazing effort he's done over eight games. You know, um, eight games, one four, drawn two, lost two. Over a season, that's if you if you actually got those points per game over a season, you'd be champions this year. So he's not done badly as he's from where we were at that poor streak of form. And he's handled uh, he's himself so well, good right? Teams. Well, I'm sorry, yeah. he's he's handled himself so well as well. Oh yeah, there's oh, a yeah. lot of love yeah. for him. He's just a he's a, a really nice is, human being, isn't he? I, I don't think I've come across many people in life, not just in football, who can handle themselves so well in defeat and victory and everywhere between. And um, I feel I still feel like, although he's been the figurehead and we've all raved about him, it's not ever been about him. And that's mm-hmm. what he's done really well. Is he's sort of put his arm around a lot of players and he's made it about them and he's he's delivered for them. He's 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 sort of um, a proper leader, I think, really, isn't he? He's, and he's he's not just done it for the players either. He's done it for the whole club. And yeah. a sense of unity yeah, there. Support. Yeah. It's not, oh, yeah. you know, we've got great fans, we've got a great club, but it takes someone in that position. It's a really high profile role now, isn't it? A football manager. It's not just coaching 11 players, it's, it's stitching everything together. And I think he's that kind of man. And that's similar to kind of other people that we've mentioned in the past, like Scott Lindsay and people yeah. like that, who I can imagine Jimmy Ball would know the name of the person who makes the cups of tea or coffee in the morning, and he'll mm-hmm. know the person of, he does the accounts, he'll know, like, he's the kind of guy who would get to know everyone and he'd make them put, you know, his positivity is infectious, isn't it? It'll make them work hard and that's that's what success is built on. So if you look at, like, Lincoln, who were our rivals in the National League and now in the playoff final, I think, in League One, aren't they? Um, under the Cowleys, you know, rivalry of the Cowleys is, well, not the most popular figures within Forest Green, but... They, they built something by uniting a fan base and getting a whole fan base in and making it about everyone. They sat down with everyone at the club, everyone in the community when they went in and they got people in through the gates and their droves. And I think that's the kind of person Jimmy is and it untaps such an amount of potential. And I think that's what Sunday was. It was like, it was an amazing game in the sense of these players put in a hundred, you know, whatever amount of percent they could put in. It was amazing. And they showed us like, a lot of things you'd want in a team, but there's also like a window into what we can have and where we can like get to with with the right person in charge, uniting everyone and like what an exciting place to be ahead of next season to start off is right. I just think it's incredible, yeah. Oh, love that. Yeah. Totally agree. I'm so excited for next year. All right, we're gonna we're gonna close out here with you, Chris, but really quick. Jimmy Ball, are you is he your man? Hundred percent. I think, like, let's go. He's, yeah, let's like, go. he's yeah. in there, hasn't he? If you, yeah. if you ask, if you, you came up with criteria at the start, he easily eclipsed it. So give it, give it to the guy. I'm sure it'll be a nice scene. Yeah. You'd be a brave let's man go. not to if you help him, wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with that yeah, four two so. and two record, I think it's official. It's statistically official. The Jimmy Ball bounce is real. So yes. Let's go. Let's go. Give it another toss next season, right? <laughs> Give it another <laughs> toss next season. Let's see how high it can go. Let's go, baby. Well, Chris Latham, no longer stat man, now goalkeeper man or something. We'll come up with something better. But Chris, man, thank you so much. Uh, well, for everything you do, but yeah, this thank was, you so this much, was Chris. 
such a cool, cool thing that you did with the kid aid. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. And we're going to have you back on this. Not the last pot. So we're not saying goodbye yet for the summer, <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, thank you. This was so cool. Thank you for bringing us to the new lawn and Chris, we will see you soon, brother. See you soon. Keep up the good work. Hey, thank thanks, you. Chris. you too, Chris. All right, let's close out there. As we said, we will have at least two to three more pods before we go on a little summer break. Um, we have some big ideas. Again, probably will under-deliver on those big ideas. Probably <laughs> less than 10% of those ideas will come to fruition. But uh, Yeah, I mean, man, just think of it this way. The next few pods, pods are going to be the, <laughs> myst- the mystery box of the podcast form. Ooh, so you're not, you're not quite sure what I you're like going to get, but you are going to get something from us. <laughs> so. Yes. We don't even know what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> Could, is it going to be... Is it going to be like three signed kits uh, or is it going to be a bunch of pins? Yeah. You don't know. And a half eaten falafel. And a half eaten falafel. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, so look out for those pods coming up in the next few weeks. Until then, up the vegan rovers, baby. Up these vegan rovers. We love you. What a season. We are FGR. And you know we got to... <laughs> Raise hell, praise Dale, Dale, yeah, brother, Dale, yeah. One more time, Viva El Jimmy, baby, <laughs> Viva, Viva El Jimmy, take us to the next season. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys more than you know. Be on the lookout for the wrap up episodes coming in a few weeks. We will see you then. Peace, people. Later.